0: Welcome to Everything EFL. My name's Erin O'Byrne and I firmly believe that you as a teacher are special, amazing, creative and passionate. But it's very easy to get burnt out and overwhelmed. With my podcast and my teacher training, I aim to help you avoid burnout and cut down on your prep time so you can unleash your creativity and enjoy your work more mindfully. Are you ready? Let's go. you gorgeous teacher welcome to everything efl if you're one of my lovely gorgeous regular listeners welcome back if you're a brand new listener you are most welcome you are bang in the middle of the cornerstones of learning series you may want to go back to episode 104 or just dive right in your choice completely but just be ready there will be a challenge at the end of this episode all right what are we talking about today confidence this is something I feel very passionate about now you've probably realized and I'm sure I've said it that a lot of these cornerstones are sort of fairly intertwined but a lot of good results in the class and outside of class kind of all comes down to the student's mindset and their can or can't do attitude am I oversimplifying yes But we cannot forget the emotional brain. And this is something we're not really, well, a lot of us aren't really taught about when we we learn to become a teacher. You know, we're taught how to present grammar and all of that stuff. But um, we're not really taught about how the students feel. And I, I strongly believe that we're not just there to deliver the lesson, the grammar, the vocab, the reading, even if we jazz it up and do like a reading race or a jigsaw reading. That's all great. But Your student has to be confident and realize they can do in order for their brains to really learn. They have to be relaxed, comfortable, safe and confident. And, you know, on the flip side of that, you get these mindset blocks, you know, lack of motivation, shyness, maybe past trauma in class, trauma in life. All of these things can affect your student's capacity to learn It's not just innate talent or lack thereof. And, you know, it's really important to remember when students get stressed or they don't get it or, you know, their stress levels start rising, their brains will shut down. And I know this because when I was young and I was in school, maths and physics were my mental blocks. And the minute the teacher started explaining my eyes just glazed over and my brain shut down because I just went to myself "Ah, I can't do this and that was the end of that and I really did badly in those subjects and still to this day maths causes me anxiety. Little side note when I was living in America about 12 years ago I was thinking of becoming a substitute teacher so I studied I was studying for this exam where you have to do basic English and maths and I ended up and this is no word of a lie I ended up screaming and crying like a toddler, throwing that workbook across the room. And then I had to actually pay someone to help me explain what flipping algebra was. Anyway, back to the episode. So the benefits, I mean, look, there are so many... Students will be more willing or able to participate. That's the big one. You know, they'll, they'll answer without prompting. They will say, I don't know or I don't understand. They'll smile more. Their attitude will just, it will change. It will just become more relaxed and happy and you will be able to see it in their body language. They won't be afraid to make mistakes as much and you won't find them apologising as much either. When I began teaching, I assumed that, you know, every student would would be like me when I was learning language. Oh, this is fun. This is cool. I can ask for directions to the swimming pool. I can order a cheese baguette. But we know that's not always true. And, I, you know, I had a great teacher at school. She was fun. But not everybody has that. Learning barriers are real. Having a horrible teacher can knock your confidence Coming from a culture where face is everything can seriously affect your ability to speak because you don't want to make that mistake. Or maybe, you know, the student is naturally shy or fears judgment from you or their peers. Who knows? But this leads me to the first question you need to ask yourself. Where does this fear or lack of confidence or lack of willingness to speak come from? Asking this question will make you approach the problem with more empathy instead of just frustration. I worked in a school where we had a lot of students from a particular culture where they were like deers in the headlights. You know, they were very scared of speaking because they didn't want to make mistakes. Um, And, you know, time and time again, I had conversations with teachers and still to this day, teachers from that school and they just won't speak. I don't want that group of these people because we just can't, you know, there's no speaking, there's no dynamics. But my question is, but what have you done about it? Because at the end of the day, it's not up to them. You are expecting them to just suddenly switch from like a lifetime of social conditioning. It's not going to happen. So instead of losing patience, you know, we have to just, again, put the human at the center of the lesson and figure out the reason. And this attitude has completely changed my perspective to, to teaching and has resulted in a lot of success when it comes to students who don't or won't speak. Second question is how can I help my students overcome this fear? Grab a pen and paper guys because you're going to need it for the challenge at the end. The answer is well there's a lot of answers so here are some steps you can make. So I'd say the first one is lower your expectations and I don't mean give up on them I just mean you know boxes need to be ticked. Content needs to be taught, but you cannot force the students to speak if they don't want to, they feel they can't, or they're not ready. Remember, as I've already said a million times, everything is a process. It takes time. Don't expect to see results straight away. Look for small signs, more smiles, more visibly relaxed students. You know you're on the right track. It will come. I have every faith in you. Secondly, normalise making mistakes. And again, this comes with time. The happier your students are, the more positivity they encounter in your class, the more likely they will be to take risks and learn from their mistakes. They will view them as an oh well moment rather than an oh no moment. Thirdly, ride those silences. Now, I usually let my students nominate each other when I ask them to answer a question. Now, if one is shy, they will take more time to speak. if they have a cultural fear or some kind of passive learning experience they're going to take time to formulate their sentences wait resist that urge that's boiling up inside of you to say just say it because they're not going to at least not immediately now obviously if you think the silence has gone on for too long interject just ask them do you need some help and just see if they nod fourthly community go back to episode 106 for that one get your students comfortable with each other so at least they will talk to each other and participate in pairs or groups and maybe feel more comfortable asking each other for help instead of you trust it's huge fifth go lexical Scaffold your students' pair and group work with phrases they need to communicate with each other. Now, there's more to come on that in a future Cornerstones episode. Of course, I'm going to do one about the lexical approach. Sixth, repetition and routine. And again, more on that in the lexical episode. At the moment, though, just think of how you can, you know, review and repeat a lot of the sort of phrases that they often use or often make mistakes within class. Just start thinking about that and we'll come back to it. Seventh, reflect. Reflection is a very powerful learning tool and it also enables students to see that they've actually made progress when maybe they think they haven't. You know, students often view progress as some kind of big result, but sometimes it's just a matter of, oh, I felt a little bit better after this activity than I did before oh, I learned a couple of new phrases. It can be something small. It doesn't have to be big. But an example, when I had some really shy online students, I asked them in the chat box, how do you feel about speaking? And they all wrote very negative things. And I said, okay, I gave them some support. I gave them exactly what I wanted them to do. I put them in groups where they were comfortable with each other. They knew each other and you know who I thought would work best together and support each other. They did it. You know, it was very achievable. That's another thing. Make your tasks achievable. Um, And then at the end, I said, how do you feel now? And they actually said, oh, I feel better. This was actually more enjoyable than I thought. Um, As long as you can make your tasks achievable and then allow that sort of process of reflection, even if it's just a one minute, two minute thing, Or even for homework, if you don't have time in class, get your students to reflect and say, what did I learn during this process? And it forces them to think about the process as well, because the process is always more important than the product. And I think that's a mindset shift that both students and teachers need. Lastly, number eight, praise. Never underestimate it. Everybody likes it. If a student makes a real effort, especially if they're shy, thank them. If they say they don't know, thank them for being honest. Simple. So guys, that's your starting point. This is real food for thought if you have those students who aren't very talkative. And I look, I'm not promising this is going to change everything, but it's the start of a process. And that's the point. That's why you're listening. You're ready to improve your teaching and take a challenge. Speaking of which, here we go. This is your challenge for this week. Think of a couple of students, maybe just one, start slowly, think about or find out why they don't like speaking or they won't speak. It's not always possible, but if they won't tell you themselves, you can make an educated guess. Then. I suggest putting these eight steps that I marked out in this episode in order of importance or maybe doability for you. Which one is kind of the easiest one to implement right away? Um, Which one will take you the longest? Maybe you should try that one last. And the reason I say this is everyone will have different ideas of these steps, which one they, they would want to try first. So put them in order for you. Try the first one. Then try the second one. See where I'm going with this? Look, I always say this, you might not reach every student, okay, but you can try. And you using logical steps that make real sense. Small steps to better teaching. Okay, that's it for this week, guys. If you haven't already subscribed to Everything EFL... I don't know what you're doing with your life. Hit that subscribe button right now. And if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, can you please give me at least five stars? And if you have a couple of minutes to spare, a positive review. This will push me up the ratings and get me seen. You can also share any of my social media posts on your social media posts. My social media information is in the show notes. You talk me up in your staff room to your colleagues if you have one and the other thing you can do is sign up to my breathe easy teacher newsletter every week i try to keep it fairly short but there's always um, tips or advice and a little challenge for you it's also an easy way to let me know how you're doing with the challenges or just if you have any questions or you need help i am always there if you hit reply you'll also get the best discounts on any products or services that i offer And it gives you that help and support and to know that you're not alone and you are part of a community. I know you don't have a lot of time. So the whole idea of these challenges and the challenges in the newsletter is that I'm just giving you just a little piece every week that you can try out. And I know that it works because I'm getting feedback from you gorgeous teacher and they're telling me I'm listening to your podcast, I'm reading your newsletter and it's really helping improve my teaching. So the proof is there, guys. You just have to take the plunge, have a bit of faith in yourself and go for it and try new things and don't be afraid of it. What is the worst that can happen? I'm done. I'm going to go downstairs and make myself a cup of tea. I suggest you do too. Take care of yourself, guys. Have a peaceful week and share the love. Bye. (laughs)